Hi, beautiful people. Welcome to another episode of this Passionate Life podcast. I'm so thrilled you're here for this journey as we question, how can I lead an aligned life? How can I connect with my soul's truth? How can I find freedom and fulfillment? We cover all things related to soul alignment, freedom, abundance, to manifest your best life. I'm your host, Stephanie Zito. Welcome to this passionate life. All right, my dears, I have to share some of the great things that are happening right now, and I would love for you to join me. I host a beautiful membership group for women seeking to deepen their intuition, clarity, and alignment. And every month we host a Zoom session where I get to see women who didn't trust their intuition when they first came in over the time of working with me, connect with their ancestors, with their soul guides, and now receive the sort of guidance they longed for with effortless ease. This is an intimate sisterhood, and we meet monthly for a guest speaker and also for our own soul session. You also receive a vault of courses within this membership on manifesting, on all things intuition, the chakras, and so much more. This membership is for those of you looking to have a powerful connection with yourself for greater guidance, clarity, and support, for less overthinking and fear, and for more aligned action and abundance with other soul-led women. During our sessions, we dive into ways to connect with deep conversation. You are embraced for being exactly who you are. These are some of my favorite sessions during the month as we create magic, feel more empowered, and have more clarity as we navigate the business of daily life. You are welcome to join us for only $11 for your first month. The link will be in the show notes, and we would love to welcome you into this membership to activate your soul-led life. Hello, my friends. Thank you so much for joining me on this podcast, you know, I just want you to know how much it means to me to be here with you and uh, just to help provide maybe some, some little tidbits or nuggets to help you in your day or in your life. Uh, I'm always open to suggestions and questions and ideas and areas where you'd like to dive deeper. So feel free to reach out to me anytime you wish. Uh, you can just email me at stephzitocoach at gmail.com, stephzitocoach at gmail.com to be in touch. And with that, this episode is uh, centered on fueling your soul, fueling my soul, fueling our souls. What does that mean? Let's dive in. When I think of fueling my soul, I think of what really just ignites the very essence of who I be, what helps me uh, be in that space of best version of myself. Uh, When I think of the soul, I think of that which is infinite, that energy from which I am and from which I came, that is the essence of my being, the essence of my being before I was imprinted with uh, the culture, the timeline, uh, the way of being of my family, of my scenario in which I was born. Uh, it's, it's that inner essence, that inner truth. How do I fuel that? How do I, when I think of fueling it, 
well, what am I doing? I am uh, sort of giving it some momentum, giving it space to be, um, providing it with uh, energy, with nutrition, with good sleep, with water, so that it can thrive, just like a plant. Like, I'm really terrible at taking care of plants, but if I were really good at taking care of plants, I would be delivering it that. Um, it, it makes me think of this one guy at uh, the hotel where I work, where I work for this retreat, this local retreat. It's, uh, it's a Park Hyatt, Park Hyatt Aviara. And there's this one gardener. He probably has a different title than that, but he is like the plant whisperer. When this man comes into the plant rooms, I feel like they just light up excited to see him. He's just one of those people that has a magic touch. In our offices, uh, we have plants that exist without daylight. <laughs> people come in and they wonder, is this plant real? I've asked the same question and yeah, they're real. And I've seen him quietly slip into the room when I'm leading a workshop and just prune this and water that and and they're good and these plants thrive what if we were that gardener for our souls helping our inner essences thrive what would you do right now where would you let yourself off the hook where would you do less and i kind of ask this question because i feel like i am in a season of doing less i'm in a season of of fuck it <laughs> season of like, what can I let go of? Where do I feel an obligation that is just a, uh, uh, what's the word? Like a, of my own mind, like a creation of my own mind. Sometimes I think we feel these obligations, like I need to be busy and I needed to be doing all these fun things and I need to be living life and I need to be out there. I need to, when we say the word need to, we'll need to for what? Need to for the sake of what? I need to be out social for the sake of what? If the answer is, well, for the sake of just having fun and connecting with friends, awesome. Then I say, fantastic. Let's go do that. Great. Let's go. Let's do it. If it's for the sake of, well, I would feel bad if I didn't go. This person really wants me to be there. Then it's for the sake of maybe social obligation. And if that's the case, then I would just question, does it also align? Does it align? That's the question here. Does it align with my soul? Does it align with fueling my soul? Does it align with what I truly desire? Not need, but desire, want in my life. And then I would go with that answer. Does going out with my friends on this weekend, does that fuel my soul? And or... Is there that sort of sense, that feeling of social obligation? Well, I'll feel bad if I say no. I already committed to it. I think uh, I'm a person who really, I like to show up. I feel that sense of wanting to support my friends socially. Um, I like to show up for what I say I'm going to do. I don't want to be flaky. I, I don't identify as a flaky person. So when I come upon a situation where I recognize, oh, you know what, this really just feels like a social obligation. Um, and I really, it does not feel me to do this. It's going to take from my energy bank to, uh, to go out tonight. Then, then it's okay. I think uh, sometimes it's actually our ego that's telling us 
that we should show up, that um, the people will feel bad if we're not there. And it's possible. They may feel bad. That's great. If they want me to be there, awesome. Uh, but I think sometimes when that overrides taking care of ourselves, then we're actually sometimes doing the thing, going out, meeting up with the girlfriends, more for them or more for the idea or illusion um, of what, what it means, kind of putting meaning onto it, than we actually are for ourselves. And then the energy bank kind of gets depleted. If you look at sort of that balance of giving and receiving, we're giving more than we are receiving. And then it's worth taking a look at as we go down this rabbit hole a little bit. Well, why am I doing that? Why am I in a space of giving more than receiving? Is there some reason? Is there something I'm actually getting out of that? Is there something that I'm actually emotionally getting out of giving? Do I, do I think that I'm actually getting love, getting, um, you know, getting love out of giving? Am I getting, um, oh my gosh, my words today. <laughs> Am I getting, what is it? Um, you know, a sense of uh, like being seen out of giving. Am I getting some accolades out of giving, some appreciation, am I getting appreciated out of giving? Because I think sometimes we can kind of give so much because we feel like we're actually getting something out of it. We're getting something out of giving. We're getting, um, you know, that sense of being seen out of giving or we're getting that good job out of giving or that sense of um, I'm appreciated out of giving. And I wonder sometimes if um, that, that giving that we're doing, you know, showing up for an event or, or showing up for someone, if it's sort of misguided, if we're, could we be fueling that tank of appreciation in a different way? And many times I come back to that space of fueling that space of appreciation, first and foremost, through ourselves. Am I giving to myself enough? Am I appreciating myself enough? If I find myself in a space of wanting appreciation from someone else, I become curious about where am I perhaps not fueling that for myself enough? Where am I maybe finding it hard to appreciate myself? Where am I maybe being hard on myself? And I like to start there. I like to kind of start with that space. And if I can recognize that, and if I can recognize that, you know what, I actually, I can appreciate myself. This is not hard. This is not somewhere where I'm feeling I'm stumbling. Then I, get, I can give that to myself. And perhaps that will fuel that tank of appreciation. And then I don't need to find it from someone else. So when I actually am given the invitation to go hang out with my friends, I'm not doing it for the sense of uh, them appreciating me. I'm doing it because I just really want to and it fuels my soul. It's not trying to feel something sideways where it's actually up to me. Does that kind of resonate? Does that make sense? I want to take a moment to check in and see where that might resonate for you in your own life. So back to fueling my soul. What if we stripped away some of the extra obligations? Let's say we took a look at those things we absolutely have to do. Like, like I probably, if I have a job, I have to show up for that. I have to go to work. 
um, I have to pick up my kids after school. <laughs> well, I don't, I mean, I'm sure there's, you know, I could take a day off. I could find someone to pick them up. And yet these are obligations. I am going to do them. I am going to show up for them. So outside of that, those are things that maybe they fuel my soul. Maybe they don't feel like they're fueling my soul, but there are ways in which I can find opportunities for those those instances to fuel my soul. Let's take school pickup. I could look at school pickup as an annoyance. I could look at it as having to sit in a long line and it's really hot and taking time out of other things I really want to do. I mean, clearly I wanna go pick up my child from school. So I'm just kind of taking this as an example. And I could also look at that time that I'm in the car going to do something which of course I want to do to see my child. I can look at the gratitude I have for, I can look at my gratitudes. If something is not fueling my soul, let's kind of flip the switch. Let's flip the table on it. Let's flip the card to the other side. Let's look at where can I feel my soul through this? One, I can look at my gratitudes. I can look at, oh, I'm so grateful I have this child and I get to see them and I have the time to go and pick them up. I can flip it and I can look at it from this space of, I actually have time in the car with nothing else to do but drive where I can choose to fuel my soul through listening to a podcast, through calling a friend, through listening to some of my favorite music, uh, to listening to an audio book, right? There's things that I can do. I can do my breath work. I can breathe. <laughs> I can just take the space to observe the world around me. Observe. We have beautiful landscape around here. I can take the time to observe the beautiful landscape. I can take the time to be present. That can be incredibly soul fueling. So I can look at that drive as soul sucking and something I don't want to do and an annoyance. And all that energy is taking away, it's like dimming the light of my soul. It's, uh, it's sucking the energy from my soul. And the very same task I can create in a way to be soul fueled, just the way I explained, right? So that's one way with the obligations that we do have that we can find a way for them to be soul fueled. I have a whole program called Vision Casting where we find ways to uh, cast the vision to create our best life daily. So I've got a chapter in a book called Wealth Codes on that. I'll pop the link in the show notes and I'll pop a link to explore a little bit more about my 10-week program, which is intimately designed in a small group to create our best life daily. So if you are feeling a bit of that soul suckiness and you'd like some support and help, I would definitely check that out. So let's also take a look at the time where we don't have these obligations. Obligations that if we are not already making them soul-fueled, we can. And let's take a look at how we can create soul-fueled moments throughout these other times of our day. How can I be soul-fueled when I wake up? I really enjoy in those moments of waking to come to the place of ritual. The place of ritual, the place of ritual that is soul-fueled. My ritual might be, I mean, we all have ritual, right? <laughs> they involve uh, energy. They involve uh, perhaps items. Um, my ritual can be <laughs> just going on my phone as soon as I wake up and scrolling whatever I want. And sometimes I feel so good just to go and scroll. I go and get my coffee, right? Start my day with my coffee and my phone. <laughs> 
So maybe that's fueling my soul. Very well might be. And it could be soul sucking. I am, when I do that, immediately taking my energy away from myself. I am immediately joining my energy with the world around me in ways that could be haphazard. I don't know what I'm going to see. I might see a, a funny video. I might see some news um, that disturbs me. I might see a politician that, uh, that I don't want to see. But it's my choice I'm choosing that. And I'm immediately uh, creating in my energy field that energy that is outside me. What if I were soul fueled in a way where I chose to fuel my soul, myself, immediately when I wake up? Well, how can we do that? Perhaps I do that through getting my coffee because that's important for me and I love it and vision casting for my day. Maybe I do it through meditating, taking a few breaths. Maybe I do it through lighting a candle and just breathing in that beautiful scent, setting an intention for my day. These things don't have to take very long, and yet they can fully shift the energy that we bring into our day. How can I be soul-fueled through the foods that I put into my body, the water that I drink? How can I be soul-fueled uh, in making choices about how I spend my time? In the time that are not obligations, what am I doing? If I were to ask you right now, what fuels your soul today, what's the first thing that comes up? You know, when I asked myself this recently, because I do give a lot, I give a lot with my clients, I love it, with my sound baths, with meditation, uh, with <laughs> my podcast, I love it. And I can find myself spending a lot of time generating, doing, being in these moments of giving. And when I asked myself recently, well, what, what soul fueled for me? It was just so obvious. It was doing less. It was like lying on the beach, doing nothing, having no plan for large chunks of my day. And so guess what I'm doing? It's exactly what I'm doing. What did I do today? I led a hike. There was a photo shoot at the retreat or a video shoot or something for marketing. So I participated in that. And then I got myself a yummy, really delicious cacao spirulina smoothie. And I headed to the beach. And when I got to the beach, I had no plan. I walked the beach. I saw a beautiful hawk. Guess what? Hovering in the sky, just being, being still, catching these, I don't know, what are they called? Like vectors, I don't know, breezes, whatever it was. It was just there hovering on this wind, just catching this beautiful space of being kind of flying but still like wings outspread not having to move just being and i feel like i captured that energy myself just being on the beach i set a timer for myself and i just meditated i took a little walk and i just meditated and you know what i realized oh and then i took myself to a meditation gardens and i walked the gardens and i sat i did a, a few little movements to stretch and I just sat and I just was. And I realized that in that, these are these moments that open us to maybe what's next for us. Uh, they open us to what really fuels our soul. They give us answers. And I know for myself, I, uh, I've written a chapter in a book and I know there's a book in me. There's a book that is meant to be written. And I recognized when I was at that meditation garden, Maybe it isn't meant to be written in my office or on my couch or in my home. 
in fact, maybe it is meant to be written in the outdoors, in these beautiful spaces that fuel my soul. Not just maybe, I know. <laughs> I got that answer clearly today. Because when I meditate, the answers come. And the answer might just be in the clarity in that moment of just being. So when you ask yourself what fuels my soul and something comes up, and it may be something that feels unexpected or I guess I would just ask you to look at what fills your soul and then what kind of energy comes up for you immediately after. Like you get that answer like, oh, I just want to lie on the floor for an hour and do nothing. How does that feel? Do you feel, does that feel great? Does that feel, do you feel guilty? Do you feel wrong? Like you should be doing more? I just ask you to take a moment and see what comes up for you. Because typically the first thing that comes up is, is the thing and then we can have that little voice, that niggling voice come in that is the voice of society, the voice of culture, the voice of routine, the voice of how we've always done things, the voice of your mom, maybe. Uh, and I ask you just to take a moment of pause with that voice. Whose voice is that? Is that voice coming in for your best and highest good? Or is that voice coming in because we're used to doing things for other people? or we're used to being busy and it just feels a little uncomfortable. It feels a little different. It might take a quick minute to allow ourselves to just center into that space of actually doing what is soul fueled. And you might have some guilt and we can see that guilt and not let it stop us, not make excuses, not come up with a bunch of reasons why it's okay to do this thing, right? just allow ourselves to be we allow ourselves to notice notice what comes up do i feel guilty taking this action do i feel guilty doing less okay well where does that come from Who, whose voice is that am i going to listen to that voice am i better off listening to this voice or is it okay to acknowledge it to see it and then just let it flow through put it off to the side see it and let it go I'd be really curious for you today, this week, to just tap into what fuels your soul and then to go do that. And I would love to see what comes through for you. I would love to see what comes through for you if you do this over the next week, the next two weeks, and check in with me. Because I'll tell you, I feel like the things that are on our plates that we have to do, they become easier to check off they happen a bit more effortlessly. We bring a bit more joy into our day. And then those things that are really those big things that have been on our minds, maybe it's switching jobs, maybe it's having a difficult conversation, the answers come. Uh, we come into a space energetically where it becomes easier to make these big decisions, to make these big changes, to make these big shifts. All right, that is it for today. I would love for you to check in with me and let me know how it goes. I think you can kind of message me right through this podcast uh, or I left my email earlier. I'll put it in the show notes too. And let's uh, get on this soul fuel ride together. All right, my dears, have a beautiful day. Till next time. Hey. 
Hey friends, thanks for listening. If you feel called to deepen your intuition, then message me. Send me a message at stephzitocoach at gmail.com to get in on our next round of the Activate Your Intuition course. This course is meant for you if you're looking to take a deeper dive into trusting yourself, making decisions with greater ease, and tapping into the energy and the support that is actually always around us. We just have to ask. So I'll be happy to hear from you. And until next time, this is Steph Zito with This Passionate Life.